0: Hello there, Paperweight People. We have a great show for you today, but first I get to take a moment and tell you about Bebop's. Brittany's Brick Oven Pizza is a mom-and-pop pizza shop located at 2034 Lanier Drive in Madison, Indiana, and they happen to be the sponsor of this episode. Stop by today to enjoy a delicious pizza featuring handmade dough and sauces, fresh toppings, all cooked to perfection in a brick oven. Also, try one of Susan's homemade desserts and treat yourself to a local wine or beer. On a personal note, Bebop's is my family's favorite pizza place. I'm partial to the chicken bacon ranch while my wife can't get enough of the boss hog barbecue. Call 812-274-3337 or stop by Bebop's today and tell them that Paperweight sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. Grab some snacks and settle in, because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I'm your co-host, Derek Hoskins, and with me, as always, is my good friend and yours, the glue, the wonderful, the talented, the one, the only, Mr. Ian Torrance. Listen to that beautiful, sultry voice. Ian, how are you doing tonight?
1: Hello. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, Derek. Could be better. Could be worse. One yeah. could say I'm fair to midland.
0: Fair I don't know Midland. who would say that.
1: <laughs> have You never, never heard that? No, or, I well, I'm
0: sure you've heard it, but it's been a while since you. It's heard it. it's been a while. I mean, look at where we live. And I swear to God, if, for anybody watching the video, I do apologize for the UAPs like running all around. <laughs> I see, that. there's like two flies that are just real excited about my computer. So um, when I worked Star-Makers. at
1: Lowe's, uh, um, when I worked at Lowe's, I'd always have to call like installers and check on stuff. And there was one out of Louisville, and every time I called, I'd be like, "How you doing?" He'd be like, "Oh, fair to Midland." <laughs> and it made me laugh every time
0: yeah I uh he was I never loved. doing well no never That that's one of those great like midwestern southern sayings that are fantastic I heard a new one that I'd never heard before I was talking about I was training a sub to take over while I was on vacation this week and uh, vacation I had to have surgery to get time off uh, but it's like vacation but I was, uh, I was at the school at the administration office at the school and I said hey some of your mail might be wrong I'll take care of it when I get back next week and the very sweet lady that works there at the front desk says, "Well, I'll hit him so hard it'll make his liver. It'll, I'll hit him so hard it'll make his liver quiver." And that made me chuckle so hard because I have never heard somebody say they were going to make their liver quiver. And uh, I couldn't believe it. There was a new like Southern mama saying that I'd never heard.
1: Really, yeah. never heard that before, huh?
0: No, I hadn't heard that one. I liked it. It's, it it's not. Common. I'm gonna start I saying it to my it kids. You get in here and clean up this room. I'm gonna hit you so hard I'm gonna make your liver quiver. I'm not really gonna do that. Please don't call child protective services. He's not gonna say it. He's not gonna warn him. He's just gonna do it. <laughs> just gonna do it. No warning. We don't do warning shots around here. Anyway, uh, for those of you who are confused the about what we're gonna podcast talk about, does
1: not advocate the abuse of
0: children. That We really don't. We really, I also don't we know we really why don't.
1: Like the guy I called, I made him sound like Scruffy from Futurama.
0: <laughs> Scruffy got a good idea what we're going to do. Scruffy's doing fair to Midland. <laughs> <laughs> Scruffy going to finish reading his book. Mm-hmm.
1: That was Sling Blade. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not doing good tonight. <laughs> cut me
0: off now. No, we can't because we're going to talk about our favorite. I didn't mean cut me
1: off the podcast. I mean,
0: talk oh, over but, me. No, I'm going to cut you off forever. You're done. <laughs> We're done. We're doing another the top five room. list. Yeah, put you back in the waiting room. We're oh, we're doing fuck. another top five list, and uh, it's one I can't believe we haven't done yet. It's the one I thought we were going to do the last. Derek time Derek swears did we haven't
1: five five done it. List. I remember having it's. What's that called? When you vu? remember doing something that didn't happen? No, déjà vu, like, where you feel like you've done it. Well, I'm delusional? There's this... like when you swear that you've already done something that you haven't actually done. I mean, it's kind of like déjà vu.
0: You but I thought false like, memories. You think like in another like, did you did you sync up with like a multiversal self where we did in 64 games and not uh not GameCube games? Because we did. I already looked it up. I promise. We don't have it. No, I looked it up too. So yeah, we're we're gonna do finally, finally, we're going to do top five Nintendo 64 games. Um Ian. Before we get into it, did you like the Nintendo sixty four as a console overall? Yes, I did.
1: Uh I'm hesitating. I don't want to bury the lead. It's literally yeah, I guess a false memory is one thing to call it. The Mandela effect, kind of.
0: Okay. I can see a little bit that's where yeah, you think because... things are one way and they didn't yeah. like like the Shazam but this movie is an ex- with, with Yeah, Shack. but this is
1: Yes, but this is exactly, but not exactly the Mandela effect, because I distinctly remember conversations about why I put these in my top five that I had with you specifically that never happened.
0: Oh, I'm sure we had the conversation.
1: We probably just didn't record it. No, I remember having it here on no. here and going <laughs> through my top five. Can't remember shit any other day of the week. No, um, that's fair. So I'll go ahead and bear the lead here because um, it's not that important. You asked me if I enjoyed the console as a whole. Mm-hmm. I did not have a Nintendo 64 personally. My experiences, this is gonna date me. My experiences, experiences with the Nintendo 64 <laughs> are going to Walmart in the electronics section. Because yes. back in the day, they didn't just, just have demos for the 64, you played whole games. Mm-hmm. And they would switch them out at Walmart constantly. Okay. So you'd go in, you'd get on the Nintendo 64. I'm like 12, 13. Um, somewhere in the ballpark of that. And you'd get on there, and they would have Banjo-Kazooie, and you could play the entire game of Banjo-Kazooie. Or they'd have... Uh, they had Banjo-Kazooie. At one point, they had Mario 64, and the other was Turok 2.
0: Oh, Turok 2.
1: And they rotated Turok 2. And that's how we would go play 64. So and then Wells, uh, Wells and his cousin had one I'd go over. They lived about five... They lived about two, three blocks away when we lived mm-hmm. downtown... I had to walk over their their house and play 64. So most of my games are gonna come from going and playing with Wells and his cousin Justin. And um a few friends of mine had a Nintendo 64 that they never played. They brought to my house, left it there, and then when they saw how much I loved it, they took it back. Oh I'm so sad. But yeah. So to answer your question, I liked it as a whole, but I never owned one. I've owned a Sega Dreamcast, literally everything. I never owned a GameCube until my adult life or a 64. I've had a regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo. I've had a Sega Genesis. I used to play Sega Saturn, never owned a Sega Saturn. But have you ever played one?
0: Yeah, we. I didn't They're have cool. a Sega Saturn either, but they were awesome. Uh, I never owned uh, a Dreamcast either, come to think of I've, it. Uh, I've owned a, I've owned a Dreamcast. I've owned a original
1: Xbox, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, 3, 4. I've owned all the PlayStations.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I, I've owned all the PlayStation's until now. I don't have a PS5, but hey, they dropped the price, so they're about to to four hundred and fifty dollars. So, woo, get on that! All right. Uh, so yeah, so I love the N sixty four. I um, I absolutely loved it. It it was one of my it was Nintendo's best system until the GameCube. Uh, still up there is their their number two that they've they've come out with, uh, the the original games they had the. The licensed games that they had for there was all fantastic, and uh, two of my absolute favorite games of all time came out on the N64. And spoiler alert, they're my number one and number two on this list. So why don't we go ahead and get into our actual list, uh, Ian? I know you do no particular order. Mine will absolutely be in an order. So uh, so why don't you uh, why don't you hit us with your number five?
1: Yeah, Derek. Let me uh, let me kick this off for you. My number five. I'm going to start this off in no particular order, as Derek said. Mine is just a thrown-together top five. Um, and you're positive we've never had this conversation.
0: Positive, positive, positive.
1: And if San we have, Fr- screw it, it'll be part two. San Francisco Rush 2049. Really? Yes. Um, I'm about to turn my phone off from these texts uh san francisco rush 2049 was a very goofy racing game san francisco rush was a very popular arcade racing game um i don't know if it was a port or not of a arcade game i can't remember this one was much different than the san francisco rush games i played in the arcade it was fun um it was four player and you could do like multiple things so um yeah basically it was just it was real goofy mm-hmm. and didn't take itself too seriously. And it was just a fun overall game. It was one of those games that's really fun to play. Like I said, four players.
0: Yeah. Well, I will. Uh, I, I I don't remember that game. I, I remember seeing it. I don't know that I ever played it. But I will piggyback off of the idea of playing something with multiple people as a fun party game for my number five, which is Super Smash Brothers. The Super Smash Brothers came out for N sixty four, and man, that game was incredible. Uh absolutely a blast it's so much fun to uh to fight with your friends with all these nintendo properties um what was the little guy that was so dangerous he was the one with the little uh i think his name was ness with a little uh with a little yo-yo on what now what are you talking about on super smash brothers i think his name was ness oh
1: that's why i don't know what you're talking about i never played the original super oh, smash me. brothers
0: Uh, clutch clutch my pearls all right well it was excellent it was a lot of fun so uh we'll just move on since we won't have anything fun to talk about oh what's your what's your number four wwf no mercy
1: another one i didn't play this is another uh this is a wells thing i say another this is my first wells reference me Ian and his cousin Justin used to play the absolute crap out of uh No Mercy. There were others. Um I'll basically like because I'll I'll do some honorable mentions as we do before we get to our number one. But I'll go ahead and loop all these together. No mercy. Um, no. Okay, let me ask you, do you have any wrestling games on your top? I've got one in my honorable mention. Then I'm then I'm not gonna mention everything. I'll I'll mention it when you mention it later. But uh okay. This game was uh, one of the ones we played a lot. I have an honorable mention that we played a lot as well. That was like a runner up to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to be the same one as you. I already know which one you're going to say. Yeah, you know mine. Um,
0: We've talked about it before. So, so this
1: was really fun for uh, for the three of us to get together and, and, and just beat up everybody. For a Nintendo 64 game, man, wrestling games were just so much more fun back then. Yeah. It's like now like you could do a lot more and and that's cool but back then you just you just picked up a weapon and you could mm-hmm. beat the other person and you know if, if you got beat up too much you move real slow they'd actually hold their head if they were bleeding and you couldn't you couldn't do certain things so
0: and which one was um, that wwf what
1: that's no mercy is the no name mercy of that
0: one. they all blend together unfortunately in that period of time because they were all let me guess was that a thq game
1: i'm pretty sure thq it was, it was had THQ. all the
0: uh all the the wrestling games uh for me my number four because i we will we'll get into the wrestling again when i get to my honorable mentions hey, uh um, thq by the way thq yeah, I figured so my number four was a great one to play solo but one of the best multiplayer games on the n64 and that would be 007 golden eye love playing that multiplayer especially the ridiculous uh The ridiculous cheat codes that they had on there with the big giant heads and like the no clipping, you can just run through the walls. It it was so much fun to play GoldenEye. I actually got almost got fired from a job for playing GoldenEye. This is years and years and years later. I was working at the they're out of business now, so it doesn't matter. I was working at Carter Lumber. I was working at a lumber yard and it was a Sunday and nobody ever came in on Sundays. So like I was supposed to be working out in the the actual lumber yard and the two other guys that were working there brought in an N64 and hooked it up to a little TV under the front counter that they had. And oh, uh, yeah. so we were in there playing it. And who walks in out of nowhere was the the like the general manager of the store walked in to buy something. I hadn't opened up any of the warehouses. Nothing was done. We hadn't done anything. Ooh, I almost got fired that day. That was that was a fun day. I got huh. yelled at quite a bit. It was worth it though, because Golden Eyes amazing. So that's my number four. Let's hope your number three can top almost getting fired as an adult for playing a like a 15-year-old game.
1: Believe it or not, Derek, number three is Goldeneye. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, this was another one. Uh that same group of friends I played San Francisco Rush with had mm-hmm. Goldeneye. So we play four player Goldeneye. And nice. then also uh me and my friend uh Ian's cousin Norman. Uh we used to play the shit out of Goldeneye. Um me, him Ian, and then we had a fourth but i can't i can't remember who and um you know this i'm pretty certain they uh they ported it for switch it's yeah emulator on there now
0: yeah i haven't played it since they ported it over
1: i have and let me tell you there was the dumbest thing i could have done was try to play on that handheld system like i didn't know the controls i couldn't figure anything out i was getting murder the entire time i think it'd be really fun to play a split screen uh with mm-hmm. with four people sometimes so
0: i would love to do it as long as we don't use the golden gun because the golden gun was the one-shot kill and that that sucked
1: that was a pain in the ass
0: it really was
1: right sometimes you get lucky and somebody would panic when they saw you and uh-huh. move everywhere and shoot and you could unload a clip into them yeah not often.
0: No, that really didn't. Who happen. was
1: your favorite character to pick?
0: Oh, gosh. I liked playing his Jaws. Okay. But okay. I don't think I pl- picked it. In all honesty, I really liked uh, Sean Bean's character from Goldeneye that I played. So it was it 006? Trevelyan, I think, was his villain name.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. I actually, it I actually really liked time. playing him.
0: Um, basically, because he seemed like he handled as well as Bond. Had the same type of uh, speed and everything like that, and accuracy. I, I like, I liked him. I know that they uh, technically odd job. I hated odd job. He was so short, impossible. <laughs> it was, impossible. <laughs> right? it was like going to figured. play laser tag with a bunch of ten year olds. You just always got to shoot yeah. down. Yep, yeah, it was awful. All right, so moving on. My number three, your number three was Goldeneye. My number three is uh, Super Mario sixty four. I love Super Mario sixty four. I'm wrong with that. I, thought, I thought you were going to say something. No, you, you it's kinda... a good game.
1: I'm actually playing it now on a Switch.
0: It's so much fun. So, like going back and playing. And that was the, the one controls... I told you I played at Walmart. Yeah. Going back, the controls are absolutely terrible. Like it's so hard to play that game getting started. Uh, mostly because that was the first Mario game that was 3D and, uh, you know, a side scroller. And so they really, uh, it was really, really hard to do. But I absolutely loved it. Um, I also got scared for the first time playing a game. Well, when that happened, I won't, I won't lie. I was around 12. I think when this came out and it freaked me out when you're in the underwater stage and you swim down there and you think, oh, I'm going to get a star. There's a star down here and a giant eel comes out of that hole out of nowhere. I jumped so high. And ever since then, like, I think that might be where my fear of deep water comes from.
1: Mm, That's fair. Mine, if we're gonna talk video games, stems from you already know Tomb Raider 2. <laughs> uh Tomb we Raiders. talked about the, we we've talked about uh this before on here yeah. on the PlayStation review. Uh I played the original Tomb Raider um after Tomb Raider 2. Forgot mm-hmm. where I was going with that. And I played Tomb Raider 2 with Wells, and let me tell you, when you start off in the middle of the ocean and you have just a spear, and you have Mm -hmm. to swim and find this like underwater cave to go into, there's a shark stalking you the whole time. Yep. And that's where the birth of my anxiety probably came from. Now, moving on to our number twos.
0: Yeah, what's your number two?
1: Mario Party 2.
0: Nice. I freaking love Mario Party. Mario
1: Party 2 is... uh, is is great I, I love all the mario parties that's still one of my favorite ones they've ever done
0: yeah i do like mario party i didn't play a lot of mario party of any of them really mostly because i didn't have enough friends to play no i think that uh we were just so so deep into into the games that we were playing already that mario party just rarely came up we did a lot of mario kart so mario party was not one unfortunately that uh that I got to play a lot of, but it is an absolute blast. And I'm trying to think, did I play Mario Party 2? I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. I played a lot of Nintendo 64, so surely. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I'll remember eventually.
1: That was a- <laughs> you taking okay. a trip down memory lane, man? <laughs> I was. It got I really was. Sad. I d-
0: Yeah, I was trying to think about it. All right, so that was your number three. Mm-hmm. So we're on to my number two. Ooh, that
1: was my number two. That was my number two. I'm sorry. Because GoldenEye was three. Remember San Francisco Rush? No Mercy, GoldenEye. Number two was Mario Party for me. So, you right. are, so you're my, still on um, your number two. My number two, yeah. Yeah, you're still on your number two.
0: All right, so my number two actually was a game that came packaged with the the 64 do you remember back when consoles came packaged with a game like originally the the n64 came packaged with mario 64 which Mm -hmm. is awesome but that summer
1: rectangular box too
0: yeah but the summer that i got it it came packaged with a different game and that game oh i know what it is i
1: know what. do you know what it is star fox 64
0: no, but that's really close. That was really good. You got really? the first word right. No, no. Star. S- Star, Star Wars. Star Wars Episode One Racer. Oh,
1: that the, came packaged.
0: That came packaged with N sixty four.
1: I remember Mario sixty four, and I mm-hmm. remember Star Fox coming with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they did a special. I never knew they did a special one of it packaged together and uh i was a huge star wars nerd then i, I have kind of backed off of star wars uh, just because no, marvel exactly. has taken over so much of my time i still absolutely love star wars but then that was like my number one fandom and uh and i played that game so much
1: well they can't really say marvel's taking up most of your time They're the same thing
0: now marvel and star wars marvel's got so much more content <laughs> yeah so so Star be- Wars is a
1: Marvel content though.
0: that's true didn't, you, didn't
1: even say that on the comic in Marvel
0: yeah the, distributed by Marvel distributed comics. by Marvel comics but I'm either just, way I'm giving you a hard time go ahead buddy I'm give sorry. me a hard time it's okay no but I don't think people that didn't grow up in this time realize how much of a leap forward the graphics capabilities of a Nintendo 64 and like the original PlayStation were like it blew my mind as a kid that was the coolest. It was like the equivalent of, I don't know, like a PS5 now. Like that was the new thing, and seeing, seeing the like the Bunta Eve race where you could actually go in there and you could pick one of these these players and you could actually race the same race that Anakin did in Episode One. Amazing, so freaking cool. I loved Star Wars Episode One Racer, and I hated Star Wars Episode Two Racer, which they brought out on the PS2, and it was. Garbage.
1: Really? I don't remember saying that bad.
0: Oh, so bad. Anakin was like a teenager. It was still the same pod. It didn't make any sense. The tracks all sucked. Handling was bad. There was something about the handling, everything on the N64. Every port I've played of that does not work as well as in the N64. Hmm. So yeah, that's my number two. So you want to hit some honorable mentions before we go to number one? Yes. So few
1: honorable mentions would be I'm trying to think of something I haven't named yet. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Nice. I didn't add uh, Banjo-Kazooie. I didn't add Mario Kart 64 because they were very like obvious answers. Now, I'll tell you, Mario Kart 64 was another one Ian and I and Justin used to play all the time. Let me tell you why I hated playing it, though. Hey, okay. Wells is a
0: dick. That's right. Everybody said it. I think I everybody it. that's listened to this show is aware of this. This
1: man would give me the controller with the broken thumbstick to where it was just that <laughs> metal
0: rod that you had to put your thumb on. <laughs> of course he did. So uh, he was course he dig did. it
1: in there the whole time and swivel around for a whole race, mm-hmm. not just one race, because they were like in sets of five.
0: Yeah, you had to do the whole circuit. That's
1: what right, you jerk. I'm talking about you. <laughs> But yeah, the, a few of my honorable mentions. I got, I got much more, but I'm, I'm gonna chime in on your honorable mentions since I know what they are. Uh, let's see, what did you I know say? What one of them is. I said Mario Kart was an honorable mention. Banjo Kazooie. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. The Legend of Zelda games I put on my GameCube gamecube review because uh i played right. the port on gamecube so right uh, if anybody's freaking out because we haven't mentioned zelda that's why so go ahead give me your honorables
0: so my honorable mentions to to before we get to the uh the wrestling one uh pilot wings i don't know if anybody played pilot wings it was so much fun um, i don't think i actually played. It, it was very it was really simple i mean it was basically like a skydiving thing where you're trying yeah. to yeah
1: You just pick
0: different characters, and you're gonna try and you got to guide them down to uh, to a good landing. And it was a you got
1: them through rings, yeah. So it's Superman sixty four,
0: pretty much, yeah. But yeah, it was a real. uh, It was just kind of one of those. I want to chill out and play a game that's not too awful challenging, but still, you know, fun to look at. It was one of those. Uh, Also, Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire. The Star Wars games on the N sixty four were great, anyway. Shadows of the Empire was a lot of fun because it. It uh, it led right in with the uh, the extended universe that they had going on at the time. Introduced me to characters like like Dash Rindar, aka not quite Han Solo. Uh, but it was a lot of it was it was a good time. It was a lot of fun to 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 do that. Great space battles, a lot of really fun uh, third person action. And uh, finally, the one that I'll hit is in WCW NWO Revenge. That is the wrestling game that that is the only wrestling game that I actually really played like consistently. That was a a buddy of mine. We both sat down and we played that all the time. Anytime we got together, we were playing that game.
1: So that one, WrestleMania 2000 was in a constant rotation and no, I think that's it. WCW, NWO versus the world I think was okay, but not as good as a Revenge, revenge
0: was great. Yeah, revenge was excellent. Who was your uh, who was your wrestler on uh, on the WCW game? Uh, Not necessarily revenge. Just who was your wrestler during WCW? Who I'm trying to remember because like
1: I usually like time I could, I pick Rey Mysterio in any of those games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because Sting was my favorite, but my brother was a Sting fan, so he'd always pick Sting. Lame. But when he wasn't there, I'd try to pick Sting because Sting was one of my faves.
0: Yeah, so I always had a, a rotation of Rey Mysterio. That was when Hulk Hogan was uh, was like Hollywood. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And I was a big Hulkamaniac when I was a kid. So uh, I would go between Rey Mysterio, Hulk Hogan and Sting. You gotta pick Sting. Sting was always the best. You get him with the red face paint instead of the white. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot so you could metal. change the outfits like that too. Yeah. yeah, it was incredible. So yeah, those are my honorable mentions. You wanna round us out here with your number one? And we can get my out of here. One pick is Pokemon Stadium. I almost put that on my honorable mentions. That was such a fun game. So why Stadium over anything else? Because
1: Stadium was the one that uh, I played with Wells and Justin again. Uh, Wells always picked the most supercharged fucking team he possibly could. Of course. And I, I didn't consistently watch the show at the time. I watched it. It's funny because I watched that show when it first came out a lot and then a few years after that like i i didn't watch it so i don't remember anything from the first few seasons that i watched right and i didn't understand the basics like what type of pokemon countered the other type of pokemon right wells did and uh he cheated so
0: of course he did that's all he does uh yeah it's still funner
1: than shit to play so yeah versus somebody
0: oh yeah absolutely i um I was not a big Pokemon guy as a kid. like, I've talked about this before that I didn't play it a lot. My cousins played it and I felt like I was kind of, it just wasn't something that appealed to me, but Pokemon stadium was a blast. Cause then you actually get to see the, the Pokemon. You don't have to do all the, all the nonsense of like walking around and finding them and catching them. I didn't care about any of that. I just wanted to fight. Right. Big, big cool monsters. That's so I love, I love Pokemon stadium. That was so much fun. Uh, my number one, surprise, surprise, basic answer. Is Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? It's my favorite uh, N64 game. It's my favorite game of all time. Uh, it still has not been top. It's not the best game ever made. I've played better games, I've played better Zelda games, but it is still my favorite. Um, it was the first one that I wanted to beat, the first one that I made sure that I beat because, you know, when you're a kid, you don't necessarily want to beat a game. You just want to play it. And if you happen to beat it, that's awesome. But that was like, I- I'm going to beat this game and i beat it multiple times i've played it on oh gosh i've played it on almost every port that they've done and uh, it's always a blast so i love ocarina of time and that is it that's my number one
1: not a bad list for either one of us i would say obviously let us know how you feel and let us know your opinion on what game that you like that we didn't mention or the game that you hate that we did mention or derek mentioned specifically (laughs)
0: yeah because there's a huge list of games on N64. It was a, it was oh, a yeah. massive uh catalog. But uh, all right, well we've rambled on enough for something that was only going to take a couple of minutes to 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 uh to do this top 5. Yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and hop off here. And uh, I just want to say thank you very much to everybody for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, ring the notification bell, share this video with your friends. If you're listening on the podcast format, don't forget to rate and review us. That helps us out a lot. A special thank you once again to Bebop's Pizza. If you are in uh, Madison or the the Southern Indiana area, come and check them out. They are delicious. There's a link to their website in the description of this uh, podcast. And uh, yeah. Don't forget to support the show. Go and check out our merch links. And we will be back next week with something different because we still got a little ways before Ahsoka. So have a wonderful night. Have a good time. If I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, good night. I'm going to stop rambling on for Ian. I've been Derek. This has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. We will see you next time.